The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the sixth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Then Jesus looked up at his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven, for that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, and for you, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. But I say to you that, listen, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not even withhold your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you. And if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Grace and peace to you all on this All Saints Sunday, a day of remembrance, a day of recognition and thanksgiving, a day of longing. We may grieve those who no longer walk along with us on this earth, but this grief is held in joy as we also give thanks for their lives and the examples of faith they provided. Despite the prominence of this day within the church and here in Slovakia, we may still be a little unsure of this term, saint. Often, this word carries with it images of the most pious of the pious, nearly perfect humans, the chaste, the venerable, devout. We may be so aware of our own humanity and perhaps our relative ordinariness in comparison to these associated images that to include ourselves among the communion of saints may feel beyond us. And in terms of our own ability to make ourselves saints, it is beyond us. For the word saint might best be translated as the sanctified ones, or the ones made holy. And made holy not by our own power, but by God's powerful redeeming love. Even so, 
with this understanding, we may still have so many questions as to what does this mean for us? Especially after our readings from Daniel and Ephesians. We hear these different accounts of the holy ones and the saints that are both enlightening in some ways and enigmatic in others. In Daniel's vision, an attendant tells the prophet that the holy ones of the Most High shall receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever. The word Hebrew here for holy is kadosh, which translates as those set apart. This expands our understanding of saints as the ones made holy by God and the ones set apart by God. And reading to the end of the verse, it seems that the holy ones are set apart to receive and possess the kingdom. It sounds a little bit like a legal transaction, and that sort of language continues in our reading from Ephesians, in which Paul writes about how we have obtained a glorious inheritance bought for us by Christ to be shared among the saints. But if we let our human worldly lens forge our understanding of the inheritance of the kingdom of God and our calling as saints, we will miss both the humility and the responsibility that comes with belonging to this community. And so let's pivot for a moment to think about this humility and responsibility. And to do so, it may be beneficial to adopt a both-and mindset and turn to Luther, who offers us the idea that we are both simultaneously justified and sinner. Or perhaps you might be more familiar with the shortened phrase, both sinner and saint. Luther considered us saints, holy ones, for the reason that we are sinners forgiven by God. And as forgiven, we can engage this world with humility, knowing that it is through God and not that our own deeds that we are justified. And being justified, entering into this communion of saints across time and space, we are both of this world and not of this world. We are set apart to engage in God's holy work. And in our Gospel of Luke today, Jesus offers us images of what that holy work is, of the countercultural priority of God's mission. He turns to his disciples and challenges them with the responsibility of not getting caught up in things valued by this world, riches, being filled, being well-liked, but rather getting fully enveloped in caring for the poor, the hungry, and the grieving. 
And then so thinking about what the saints are called to do, in this case, being set apart does not mean being set above those who are in socioeconomic needs. It's being set in solidarity with them. And in our solidarity and response to the hope to which God has called us, that is when we are in possession of God's kingdom. That is when God's kingdom has been obtained. And so God's kingdom is not just some future heavenly paradise where we dwell forever with God and our loved ones who have passed. We dwell with God here and now on earth. We trust that our God is a God of the living and we, the, we and the departed saints all live in God. We all belong to God. And the hope to which we have been called is our calling as the community of saints to act as the church and bring about God's kingdom in this world. We, as the communion of saints, are connected to those past, present, and future by our call, our calling to care for the poor, the hungry, and the grieving. We are set apart to love our enemies, glad, give gladly, and form bonds of reconciliation. We are touched, moved, gathered, and strengthened by the Holy Spirit, who sanctifies us for this work of justice bringing and love bearing. And so, while we remember the saints who have passed and no longer walk upon this earth, we also remember the lives they lived and the mission that both they and we all belong to. God's mission of bringing of God's kingdom into the very fabric of our world. And so my hope is that we all leave here today feeling comforted by this community that we belong to and provoked by our membership in it. For Jesus is not asking us to live lives of passivity or of being walked over. He's asking us to live into lives of solidarity with those who are oppressed and respond with action that demands the backing of our community and of our God, an ever-living community, which we can rejoice in with gratitude and thanksgiving. Amen. Now invite you to rise as you're able to sing our hymn of the day, number 423.